Safety Net Studio presents. Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we get chased by aliens with Hulu's No One Will Save You. An exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. Written and directed by Brian Duffield, No One Will Save You stars Caitlin Dever as Bryn, Elizabeth Kaluev as young Bryn, Zach Duham as the mailman, Lauren L. Murray as Bryn's mother, and features Geraldine Singer, Dane Rhodes, Daniel Rigamer, Evangeline Rose, and Dari Lynn Griffin. No One Will Save You quietly popped up on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada this past week, and to be honest, I hadn't heard of this movie at all. However, I am a huge sucker for alien-based horror movies, so I skipped the theater this week and instead sat down to watch this one hour and 33 minute spin on a home invasion movie. Story-wise, the movie is really well done. First and foremost, it is important to know that there is only one line of clearly discernible dialogue in the entire film's runtime. I kind of wish I knew that going in, so hopefully that will help you out. As I mentioned, this is a home invasion movie with a bit of a twist, and it's done incredibly well. The claustrophobia and loneliness felt throughout the entire movie only adds to the tension felt by our lead, which kept me glued to the screen. Acting-wise, again, done pretty well. While the movie doesn't have a real A-list star, I can say that I'll be looking forward to Caitlin Dever's next few projects. She shows genuine fear, discomfort, and sadness all throughout the movie. The stunt team adds a ton as the movie plays on, and the payoff when you find finally learn why Bryn is so alone is oddly satisfying because of the quality acting. While I don't expect this movie to win any awards, since horror movies don't win awards, everyone involved did a really good job. Where this movie drops off a little for me, though, is in some of its CGI. There are parts where the CGI rivals the largest of major studio releases, and then in the next, it looks a little Sharknado-y. It can be a bit jarring when the bad CG kicks in, but just remember that you're watching this movie because it popped up in between episodes of of Ahsoka and Futurama. Overall, No One Will Save You is a very entertaining movie, and I do fully recommend it. Once you're aware of the dialogue thing and that some of the CGI isn't great, I truly hope that you enjoy this movie, because for me, it was a ton of fun. As far as a horror movie goes, though, this isn't traditionally scary, but it does have a feeling of uneasiness throughout the entire time. I give No One Will Save You a B+. School is back in, so it's time to stand out. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with an update of the ongoing strikes. In a joint statement released this past Wednesday, the WGA and AMPTP wrote, quote, the WGA and AMPTP met for bargaining today and will meet again tomorrow. While that doesn't give us much of an update, it does suggest at least a hint of mutual understanding and progression in conversations. Why this is noteworthy is because it's the first time that the groups have issued a joint statement since the strike began back in May. Present at the meeting on Wednesday were some pretty heavy hitters. It included David Zaslav from Warner Brothers Discovery, Ted Sarandos from Netflix, Bob Iger from Disney, and Donna Langley from Universal Pictures. A studio source claimed that CEOs have cleared their calendar and want to sit and have a real conversation. In upcoming projects, it was announced this past week that Smile 2, the sequel to the surprise hit from Paramount, will be releasing on October 18th of 2024. Due to the ongoing strikes, there's only so far in the development that the film can proceed, but Paramount chose to set the date regardless. Meanwhile, over at Lionsgate, it was announced that writer-director John Woo's first American movie in the last 20 years, this one titled Silent Night, starring Joel Kinnaman, officially has a release date of December 1st of 2023. From legendary director John Woo and the producer of John Wick comes the gritty revenge tale of a tormented father who witnesses his young son die when caught in a gang's crossfire on Christmas Eve. While recovering from a wound that costs him his voice, Kinnaman makes vengeance his life's mission and embarks on a punishing training regimen in order to avenge his son's death. Full of Wu's signature style, Silent Night redefines the action genre with visceral thrill-a-minute storytelling. Over at Paramount, it was announced that Mean Girls the Musical, which was initially developed for a streaming debut on Paramount+, Plus, will now release in theaters on January 12th of 2024. Mean Girls the Musical stars Angori Rice, Aluli Carvalho, Renee Rapp, Jaquel Spivey, Jenna Fisher, Busy Phillips, and John Hamm. Tim Meadows and Tina Fey also reprised their roles from the original film as Principal Duvall and Ms. Norbury. In other film news, Michael Caine has announced that his next film, The Great Escaper, will likely be his last film and that he's sort of retired already. Caine said, quote, I'm bloody 90 now and I can't walk properly and all that. He went on to say that he used a walking stick on the set of Oliver Parker's new film, focusing on Bernard Jordan's escape from his care home to attend the 70th anniversary of the D-Day landings in France, saying, quote, they gave me a very good walking stick and I was able to do scenes that needed that. I'd just do them once and then fall over, but just one take and that's it. Forget it. Kane pointed out that he no longer needs to work to pay rent and has contemplated retirement for the past 40 years. His original plan was to retire at 45, move to a farmhouse, fill it with kids, and grow old gracefully. All that said, according to IMDb, Kane is expected to reprise his role as Arthur Tesler in Now You See Me 3. Over in the rumor mill, according to the hot mics Jeff Snyder, director Taika Waititi has not only been putting a lot of focus on a Star Wars script that was long to be thought dead, but is actually expected to turn in another draft in the future. Snyder said, quote, it's not dead. Taika has turned in multiple drafts at this point, and other writers as well have touched it. Taika owes them, referring to Lucasfilm, another draft after the WGA strike is over. Also in the rumor mill, Pauly Shore has taken to social media just to confirm that he had spoken to Richard Simmons about the potential for a Simmons biopic. Shore's post said, quote, I've noticed all the reactions to me playing Richard Simmons in a new biopic, so I reached out to him. I heard he's living deep in Big Bear. We've been playing phone tag. Yes, he still has a phone. I'm trying to make it happen for you guys. Be optimistic. In the meantime, hit up Hulu, Amazon, Disney, HBO, and all the big producers. I definitely can morph into this guy. I'll see you at the Academy Awards 2025. Moving to the small screen... Netflix released a couple trailers worth taking a look at. Let's start with Old Dads. I always wanted to be a dad. 
It just took 46 years for it to happen. Just rub some dirt on it. You might want to put a little Neosporin on it. I think you get infected. Oh, yeah? Are you a doctor? You're just like one of those WebMD guys. This is common knowledge. You want to keep the cut clean. Well, listen, I'm trying to raise a little man here, not a fucking pussy. So why don't you just go on Twitter and go share this story where you're the hero? Change happened faster than when you were young. This company is now a gender-neutral, carbon-neutral, 21st-century lifestyle brand. I don't know what any of that means. You need to talk to someone about your anger. You were late. Couldn't find a spot. We don't accept excuses. Is it like a problem here, miss? Well, if you'd actually read the school guidebook, I wouldn't have to tell you anything. I read the guidebook, all right, you stumpy little... Wow. You feel your generation is more evolved. Yeah, absolutely. You know I got a flip phone. Kidding me? Maybe I'm not cut out for this. But I'd do anything for my kid. Is there a reason we always have two white men dominating the discussion in this room? That's not a white guy. I'm confused. The film follows three best friends played by Bill Burr, Bobby Cannavale, and Bokeem Woodbine, who become fathers later in life and find themselves battling preschool principals, millennial CEOs, and everything created after 1987. This R-rated comedy will have you laughing out loud with its relatable, edgy, and generational spanning storyline. Old Dads hits Netflix on October 20th. The next trailer Netflix released was their upcoming reality series, Squid Game The Challenge. Attention players, you will now compete for our biggest cash prize in reality show history. You have got to be kidding me. Oh my god. 4.56 million dollars. People do a whole lot worse for a whole lot less. In Squid Game The Challenge, a mysterious group leads 456 contestants into a familiar room where $4.56 million hangs above their heads. During the teaser, we glimpse games like Battleship with human players instead of boats, Platform Jumper, and something that looks like an elaborate triangular dinner table. The 10-episode competition series is co-production between Studio Lambert and The Garden, part of an ITV Studios, and will be filmed in the UK. Squid Game The Challenge kicks off on November 22nd. This week, Amazon made an announcement that starting early next year, commercials will appear in movies and TV series streaming on Prime Video in the US, UK, Germany, and Canada. With the Prime service currently costing $14.99 US, which also includes free shipping on Amazon and other benefits, members will need to pay an additional $2.99 US in order to remove the commercials. It's not clear on the amount of commercials that are we're going to see, but Amazon said that they will be limited with their goal being to have meaningfully fewer ads than linear TV and other streaming TV providers. They went on to say that this change will allow the company to continue investing in content and increasing that investment over time. And finally, we end today on the news that we may get a lot more Invincible than we were originally expecting. Invincible creator Robert Kirkman spoke with Polygon earlier this month and was asked how many seasons that the series could last. Kirkman said, quote, I'm trying not to pin it down to a number because it is somewhat of a moving target. I think in the seven to eight season range seems like it would be enough, but there could be some things we move through a little faster, some things we expand. If we're fortunate enough to go for a good long time, I think that would be enough to cover the entire comic. And there are some things along the way that didn't get into the comic that I'd like to do. I think it'd be cool to have some episodes here and there that are completely original, so that's part of the plan moving forward. Based on the comic series by Robert Kirkman, who also created The Walking Dead, Invincible stars Mark Grayson, voiced by Stephen Ewan, the son of an extraterrestrial superhero known as Omni-Man, voiced by Jake. K6. 
Simmons, Mark inherits his father's abilities including great strength, flight, speed, and some invulnerability, and becomes known as the superhero Invincible. The first half of the second season of Invincible will premiere on Prime Video on November 3rd, with the second half expected to follow in early 2024. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I'm sorry, Maude. I'm sorry. Sorry.